debates. Thank you for your donations. together. So let's stay up to date with COVID-19 vaccines and boosters and mask up if it's crowded indoors. Happy, healthy holidays. Hey, truck drivers. Here's a safety tip to know before you go. Trucks turn safest at five miles per hour. When turning, make sure there's no pedestrians or cyclists in your blind spots. Help keep New York City streets safer for everyone this holiday season. Visit nyc.gov forward slash trucksmart. 99.5 FM, WBAI, New York. This is Tom Central. Channel open for executive order AUC 3423. Listen to this, boys. I gotta talk to you. Hi, Johnny. What is this? What are you doing? Pretty good stuff, huh? I organized a hockey team for Chris and some of his friends, huh, Chris? We have our first practice this afternoon. You are looking at the coach. Call it off. Take that stuff in the garage, okay? This going to be an accident. Call it off. Call it off. What for? Chris has been looking forward to this all week, huh? He's really coming out of his shell, John. Wait. I got to talk to you. A little nourishment, and then we'll hit the eye. No, no, listen to me. Call it off. It's going to be an accident. Call it off. Ridiculous. We always get on that pond until March. What the hell is the matter with you? You want to kill your own son? I'm scared, Dad. For Christ's sake, John. Don't be scared. Just go eat your cookies. Don't you know who I am? Of course I know who you are. You think I'd have you come into my son's life without checking you out? But I hired you for your abilities as a teacher, not as a fortune teller. Now, don't give me any argument. The ice! He's gonna break! Feels like times have changed. 
Night shift again. 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 I'll be damn late. I wish they'd hurry up with that transmission. I suggest that you uh, reach deep down inside yourself there and try and find something that'll keep you awake just a little while longer because this transmission coming up is just to rekindle your will to live. Listener-sponsored radio, where life is like science fiction.
Night Shift. Night shift. <laughs> 
Listener who's become uh, a co-host. I've become part of the machine. You've become part of the machine, yes. So, and and I also have featured at, on live and on tape the mystery guest, the return. This is this is post. The mystery guest has not been on, I think, since pre-pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah, you pre-pandemic. Might. There's been no mystery guest. So, welcome back, mystery guest. Wow. Thank you. Okay. So let me just ask you this, Mike from Jersey, because you've been listening to the show for decades now, and we're we're still in the throes of our 30th anniversary of the show. I'm curious, uh, do you listen to certain music and you hear it and you go, wow, you know what? That's night shift. Oh, uh, all the time. Okay. Well, there it is. Okay. So, so you've been completely indoctrinated is what you're saying. Yes. So for those who have not heard the show or, or just tuned in for the music or, or have not heard the show in the while, or, 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 or maybe just you want a refresher. The theme of the show is that life is like science fiction. So periodically I like to just return to form where we, we talk about how life is like science fiction. And since it's the end of the year, I brought some of my favorite stories because I've hardly been on live this year. Yes. All right. And so there's a lot of stories I haven't gotten to talk about. And I'm itching just to talk about it. Uh, are these new or is this going to be like a retrospective? Oh, I have both. Both. No, oh, I have wow. some brand new, like, yes, today they just announced, you know. Oh, my God. Life is fantastic. But I also have some stories that, uh, you know, how do you not 
bring that up on Night Shift because Night Shift is the original Life is Like Science Fiction in, in terms of before the rest of the world caught up to the fact. Okay. Before the rest of the world caught up to the fact that Life is Like Science Fiction. So, Mr. Guest, how are you? Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Why, thank you so much. Okay. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you happy to be here? I'm terribly happy to You're be here. Terribly happy. I like that. That's a very good answer. Uh, Mike from Jersey, you should be saying that like more I'm, often. I'm, ter- I'm terribly happy, happy to terribly be here. Terribly happy to be here. So, um, so, okay, a couple things that I do want to say now. Like I said, life is like science fiction. There are some stories that are just wow, and and you know they stood out from the year. Uh, and I'm going to read some some headlines too, and I and then, and then I have some stories that are. Uh, new, just recent, and then some stories I just want to get you know your perspective on, and then you know we might actually take some calls. Oh wow! From people who are listening to 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 might have some response because there's some stories like that have happened. They're in the news. They pass the news cycle. I think we're in this this period where so much fantastic, wild WTF stuff happens, like if, on a daily basis. On a daily basis, that like oh, you remember that? You remember when the aliens landed in Arizona? Oh yeah, right, right. What happened with that? Where are they? Right. You know. So so it's that's how it is. That's how I feel. We are. Do you do you have similar feelings, Mister Guest, or have you not had that sense of reality? The reality check. Yes. Do you do you feel that life is like science fiction more in the last two years since that? If life has been dripping from a fantasy, uh, continues in my opinion. To, to, can to can I just point out one small thing on the topic? I have listened to the show so long, I listened at a time when life wasn't like science okay, fiction. Okay, no, no, no. You listened at a time where you were just beginning to realize that <laughs> oh, life I was see. like science fiction. That's the point of view. That's what we're point, talking about. Okay, for instance, one of the, the top stories of the year that is completely, if this is not the essence of life is like science fiction, on every level, not, not only in what it is, but everything it implies about what's wrong with with humans okay and i'll just read the headline you remember this san francisco supervisors vote to allow police to use robots to kill Okay. I, I almost sent you a video on this. Okay. I knew you knew right. about it. No, no, no. It, I, not, I saw the video. I saw what the robot right, looks right, right, like right, right. and everything. And and so here's my question. It's uh, terrifying. No, Mr. Guess, you heard about this, right? That the Terminator is back. Well, it's not just, just that the Terminator is back. ED-209's on the street. Well, that's that's it. And and But here's the thing. If if a, if if a, if a, if it's a robot, right, why would a robot ever... It, it, there's no danger of life being lost, right? Right. Why would a robot need the ability to kill? Why? Why would you use that on your own society i mean we're hearing about all the drones that you heard about the kamikaze drones that they have they're calling them kamikaze drones which i don't even know why because it's not like there's a human involved but but the kamikaze drones that are being used in the war yeah which is which is also that sort of during the plague and the multiple plagues that are going on. You know there's multiple plagues and, and the mask oh, no. in public is back. Yeah. You know about all there's that, like right? There's like five yeah, outbreaks it's, it's, right now. All that's going on, right? Meanwhile, you know, somewhere in the world, people are being killed. There's a war going yes. on somewhere. Okay. Meanwhile, somewhere else, you know, people are starving. So this is just that humanity background thing. Like this is just what's always going on with the humans. So 
that story stood out to me. Okay, and but the, then, by the way, the update yeah. of that is that the people of Los Angeles were sorry, San Francisco, San Francisco were none too happy about it, and so they've temporarily retracted. Well, they see. I thought they could have had a whole new, they could have had a reboot of the streets of San Francisco, oh. right? Okay, with, <laughs> with robot partner. Yes, robot, Michael with Douglas. Robot. Mike, well, Michael Douglas would be the chief of police now. All right, anyway, I'm just saying. Um, so, okay, here's some of today's stories. I didn't even get to the best. There's some best amazing stories, but did you hear about this one? Breakthrough in nuclear fusion could mean near limitless energy. I don't think I've heard this you one. You didn't hear this. This is today. Oh okay, God. I'll just read just a little bit of it to you, just because. Okay, all right. It says here, researchers. Are, this is from. Uh, this is from Guardian. Okay, is this, this is, like Norway this, or something? This, no, from the, the, what? Where? Where is the uh, country? I'm going to tell you okay, in a minute. I'm okay. telling you. What I'm, I'm identifying the publication that this is from, so I give them credit here. So this is from the Guardian. So this is Nicola Davis, the science correspondent. It says here, researchers have reportedly made a breakthrough in the quest. You know what? I need to change my glasses here so I can read this better. Okay, here we go. I put on my spectacles. Let me get my. Binox. Okay, so it says here, researchers have reportedly made a breakthrough in the quest to unlock near limitless, safe, clean source of energy. Stay clean or say clean? No, safe, clean source. And unlimited? Safe, clean source of energy. They've got more energy out of a nuclear fusion reaction than they put in. Nuclear flu nuclear fusion involves smashing together light elements such as hydrogen to form heavier elements, releasing a huge burst of energy in the process. The approach, which gives rise to the heat and the light of the sun and other stars, has been hailed as having huge potential as a sustainable, low-carbon energy source. However, since nuclear fusion research began in the 1950s, researchers have been unable to demonstrate a positive energy gain. Okay? That's a condition known as ignition. Now, it seems the Rubicon has been crossed. Okay? This is in the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California, to answer your question, uh, Mr. Guest, at the National Ignition Facility. That's the NIF. All right? And they have they've managed to release 2.5 mj of energy using just 2.1 mj to heat the fuel with lasers now, i don't think mj stands for Not michael mary jackson mary jane from uh... or, no i don't think it stands for michael jackson or mary jane but uh it's still kind of fantastic come on tell me that's not fantastic Unlimited. So, so are the so basically we'll never we'll never see it in mass society. Well, you see that's the thing. <laughs> that's that's really that's really what stands out to me. That okay. So if there was such a thing, what, what's what's um, Exxon? limitless clean yeah, what's, energy? What's Exxon going to say about that? What, how how is that going to work? So yeah, there there. I think there are a few things that have to be answered. In order By the way, to... in relate sort of related news from today, maybe you were going to bring it up. What? what about the fact that the United Emirates has a space program? Oh, listen. And what that. is that going to Listen, that's that's only that's 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 one space program, okay? The, this is one of my other favorite stories from this year. Did you hear about uh Uganda satellite? Yes, yes, I did okay. hear about this. Okay, Uganda's new satellite contains equipment to 3D print human tissue in orbit. 
the human tissue part, that's I don't a think. Mic it, drop right there, in my opinion. That's that's it doesn't get more life is like science fiction than that. Why are you why why are you doing that? Why are you doing well, that in space? Why can't you just do it here? Not, that's not important. <laughs> that's not important. That's not important. It's that's like the uh, the the question that uh, uh, the character in uh, Jurassic Park would ask. It's okay. like they don't stop to ask why, but we should be three D printing human tissue in orbit. It's it's pretty amazing. So, Mister Guess, any thoughts on that? Any any thoughts on where we're headed? Well, yeah, I, I you know was taking notes and. Uh... There's a lot to take in. There's a lot to take in. This is, I'm just getting started. Okay, so meanwhile, um, a new study finds that uh, COVID can survive on food and packaging. Did you hear about that? No, this I That's did not hear. today's news, just so you know. So bring that out there. Meanwhile, E40, that's the goon with a spoon, he just released a chicken and waffles ice cream flavor. Stop. How horrifying is that? Okay. But I think the mystery guest might actually go for that. Now, would, you, would you eat the fried chicken uh, ice cream, mystery guest? Uh, I think I would try my best to avoid it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, thank you. All right. How about this story? This is a story that struck me uh, just in terms of where we are. Because one of the other things that I feel that, that's concerning about where we are is the more you, you look at history, the more you realize, well, you know, we, we really haven't change that much you know it's you know i was watching this movie Emancipa emancipation have you yes, seen that yes 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 uh oh, when you see emancipation you see all these horrific things that you know clearly are based on fact you know where they would cut the heads off of 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 slaves that tried to get away you know just just that whole level of you know what could you call it barbaric inhuman evil you know just that but but then you realize you go back in time medieval time they were beheading this is this is something that humans do to each other we have not boiling really, hot oil listen we have not evolved that much so it, it's it's disturbing because I, I do feel like there was this period in the 90s like the new age where we're going into the year 2000. People thought, you know, it was an awakening. You know, all right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm there's going to be a Gene Roddenberry future. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we're still headed there. We're just, it's just, it's coming. Okay. So here is this one. Here's this story that that you probably heard about. Every monk in Thai temple defrocked after testing positive for meth. I actually did hear about this. Okay. Yeah. Like. What? What's your take on that one, mystery guest? I mean, this is a Buddhist temple in central Thailand. And they, they said, like, it's left without monks. Now they're worried about the cats and stuff that live there. So what, 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 what's your thought on that, mystery guest, that, that something like this could invade a space like that? Well, uh, maybe there's uh, <clears throat> some advantage or benefit. Well, you know, I mean, maybe they will then turn around to be the monks to help other drug addicts. Is that what you're saying? How do we know the cats aren't doing meth? Stop. It says four monks, including an abbot at a temple in a province I can't pronounce, in the Sam Pham district, tested positive for the methamphetamine. 
Is, is that short for what is that short for? Meth. Meth. Meta, meth. Meta, is that an acronym? Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah. Meth is, is. Meth. 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 The mystery guess remains. Math. Mystery. On the street, the meth pills are called Yaba. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it sounds very Star Wars to me. Get me some Yaba. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> yaba, Yabada, Yaba. All right, so they, say they sell for less than 20 bahat. So, it can be easily found in every corner of Thailand. The supply is up everywhere. At this point, a tablet is cheaper than a beer. This is what's going on in Thailand. My sister-in-law's Thai. That's... I don't, are you related to your sister-in-law liking Thai food to the, the, the methamphetamine uh, no, I just, epidemic I, I just, in I, Thailand? I, I want to pick her brain about this. I okay. have not spoken to her. You think she knows a lot because she eats Thai food? She probably does. I'd, I'd like to know. Like, a, If you come back with some interesting information, please. I, I'll try. I, I would like to hear that. No, so, no, it's, uh, maybe it's part of you know communing with nature. Okay. Like... All right, that's, a, that's, a, that's a spin okay that's a spin all right here was another story i found very interesting okay humans and octopuses shared the same ancestor stop both are descendants of a worm-like creature that lived 518 million years ago and this could explain the creature's high intelligence so, so, yes. So basically like the worms from Arrakis. Exactly. Created both humans and octopi. It says octopuses are known to be highly intelligent, and a new study finds this could be due to having brains similar to humans. Researchers found octopuses possess a variety of gene regulators called microRNAs in their neural tissue, comparable to that of humans. So, and it's likely because humans and octopuses descended from the same primitive worm-like animal that lived 518 million years ago. Wow, I mean, like, someone must have chopped me up and eaten me. And this, this is my karmic revenge. This is true. utter lack of proprioception. I have no idea where my tentacles are. That's right. You have no idea where I your tentacles are. I don't even know what space is. You were served up in a uh, fish market? I may have been eaten alive.
Okay, so I have a few more here that that uh, really stood out to me for this year. It, it just in terms of okay, uh, it, life is completely like science fiction. How about this one? Okay, um, researchers discover how music could be used to trigger a deadly pathogen release. That's a Stephen King story. Absolutely, it's like that little pan pan flute. Exactly, they 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 play it exactly in in the mice go. So the pan flute story is true. Researchers discover how music could be used to trigger a deadly pathogen release. Now I'm going to dive into this a little bit, but tell me just. Taking that in for what a second. What kind of music would you add it to? Well, they see that, on that, the that's a generational thing. Okay, here we go. All right. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine, have discovered that the safe operation of a negative pressure room. Now, do you know what that is? That's a space in a hospital or biological research laboratory designed to protect outside areas from exposure to deadly pathogens. Can be disrupted by an attacker armed with little more than a smartphone. According to UCI cyber physical systems security experts who shared their findings with attendees at the Association for Computing's Machinery recent conference on computer and communication security in Los Angeles. That's like a lot there. They need to work on an acronym. It says here, mechanisms that control airflow in and out of biocontainment facilities can be tricked into functioning irregularly by a sound of particular frequency, possibly tucked surreptitiously into a popular song. Someone could play a piece of music loaded on their smartphone or get it to transmit from a television or other audio device in or near a negative pressure room, said the senior co-author, Mohammed Al-Fariq, the UCI professor of electrical engineering and computer science. If that music is embedded with a tone that matches the resonant frequency of the pressure controls of one of these spaces, it could cause a malfunction and a leak of deadly microbes. And now it's like a James Bond film. Exactly. <laughs> Blofeld's developing this special. That's exactly it what it sounds kill like. They will kill them all. So, uh, I uh, have to say, if that's not like wow. it's like science fiction, I, I don't know what is. You, what's your take there, Mr. Guest? Oh, well, you know, I, I'm just kind of rocking out to this tune. See, that's the other side of the show. Ow. I feel like, I don't know what these fools are talking about, but I like the music. Ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, I'm going to move into the the next story here. Uh, so tell me though, Mike Mike from Jersey, that yes, tell sir. that is it does sound like a very like a either Michael Crichton and Stephen King got together, right? Uh, you know, with maybe David David Cronenberg can direct the film. So it just sounds. What well, could it even be a Mission Impossible film? Yeah, exactly. Got to get Tom Cruise in there somehow. So um, here's another story that stood out to me. Uh, because one of the other concepts to me that uh, is present or sort of omnipresent as I read some of these stories and you, you read about what we are doing as a, as a species is that there are all these various time bombs around the planet. You know, whether it's climate change or the melting of this or the, the you know, I was reading one of the articles I was going to mention is they're, they're talking about how humans in America are migrating now from these areas where the climate's changing. So, but because they're going to these areas, it's causing different kinds of problems. Right. So, you know, we're just, you know, essentially destroying ourselves. But, uh... Isn't there like a crazy snowstorm coming, like, days from now? Yeah, there, there is, there is. We'll see what that's like. But you said something earlier. You said, um, you know... You know, should they? You know, just because they can, should why, they? Okay. Why are they growing human tissue in space? <laughs> it's okay. You know, I want to know. In my opinion, that's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. How do we? And when do we move from that to cloning? Okay. How about this one? You ready? And and you tell me your thoughts about this, just knowing this. Okay. And this is from. Uh, and this is not recent. This is from November. Okay. okay, but it's this year. It's right. you know twenty twenty two, which just to last me last month exactly. For to me, twenty twenty two sounds science fiction. So scientists are uncovering ominous waters under Antarctic ice. A super pressurized two hundred ninety mile long river is running underneath the ice sheet. That could be bad news. For sea level rise. Shall I wow. continue? Shall I continue? Yeah, exactly. Just let that resonate for a second. Uh, Mr. Guess, any thoughts there? Like, were you aware of the story? Did you read this one? No, I, I didn't. I, I just kind of wonder, like, who's, who's uh, protecting the water? That's a very good question. I don't think anyone is. Exactly, because I think Superman is not up in the Fortress of Solitude. Who's doing the opposite, then? Well, you know, we as humans are... This is the kind of world we make. Exactly. This is Antarctica. Okay. So Antarctica. Isn't there also an ice sheet that's literally like the size of a state that's going to collapse with the water? that's, 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 again, in the time bomb category okay all these things that are you know potential disasters it's 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 sort of like it's inevitable all right here we go researchers found that at the base of antarctica's ice an area the size of germany and france combined is feeding meltwater into a super pressurized 290 mile long river running to the sea Thirty years ago, we thought the whole of the ice was pretty much frozen to the bed, says Imperial College glaciologist Martin Siegert. 
Glaciologist. Wow, that's like I didn't know there was a thing. A glaciologist, exactly. The ice is gonna break. Okay, the ice is gonna it's gonna melt. All right, here we go. It says here. uh, this is the, he's the co-author of a new paper in Nature Geoscience describing the finding. Now we're in a position that we've just never been in before to understand the whole of the Antarctic ice sheet. Antarctica's ice is divided into two main components. The ice sheet that sits on land and the ice shelf that extends off the coast floating on seawater where the two meet where the ice lifts off the bed and starts touching the ocean is known as the grounding line. But the underside of all that ice is obscured. To find out what's going on below, scientists have hiked across glaciers while dragging mountain ground penetrating radar units on sleds. The pings travel through thousands of feet of ice and bounce off the underlying seawater. So researchers can build detailed maps of what used to be hidden. Others are setting off explosions and then analyzing the seismic waves. Okay, just think about that one. That's what we're... Oh, why are we... <laughs> we're trying to... We've got to figure out what's going on. All right, it says others, still others, are lowering torpedo-shaped robots through boreholes to get unprecedented imagery of the underside of the floating ice shelf. Up in the sky, satellites can measure minute changes in surface elevation. Micro changes in air density. There it is. And, it's a, and it says here, but scientists found out that, well, this says, first of all, that, that scientists said a base, the, the area has what they call a basal hydrology. That's how water is expected to move underneath miles of ice. That's the basal, basal hydrology. As scientists find out, it moves very weirdly because there can be miles of ice resting on Antarctica's land because the region isn't warming as fast as the Arctic. The ice doesn't melt the way you think from the sun striking the surface. That's the way it works in Greenland. But in Antarctica, the basal melt instead comes from the land warming the ice. So, basically, that means that Antarctica has enough, Antarctica has enough geothermal heat to get melt going further heat uh, and so as this is heating up dude now we have a giant giant river feeding into and the size of germany and france is it <laughs> it's bigger can, yeah, this can yeah. ice maybe like travel north like same day shipping so the north? ice is gonna break there's no no, there's, there's a purpose there. No, it is. It is not. I mean, it seems like it is. Right? What the ice? You mean yeah. the, the, the river? Well, the ice is. Yeah. The, so she raises a very good point. I which mean, is what? What about the river too? What's your, what's your point? I mean, what's the purpose of the ice? So, All right, I'll finish. There are these forces at play. So. There are forces at play. Soon enough. I'll, I'll 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 read that part to you. So it says, what's holding the ice sheet back and keeping sea levels from jumping many feet is the ice shelf, which acts like a big, heavy cork to slow the flow of a glacier into the sea. But in Antarctica, these corks are fragmenting as warming waters eat away at the underside of them. The ice shelf of Antarctica's uh, the the Thwaites Glacier, known as the Doomsday Glacier, uh, 
I'm sure you've heard about the Doomsday Glacier. Yes. Fallouts could crumble in three to five years, recent researchers suggest. This is what I was talking about, the state size. And it says if we lost it entirely, it will contribute two feet to sea levels. Right. That's globally. I mean, like, you can't drink it, right? Well, no. No, if you boil it, you can drink it. So, yeah, who's going to process it? Well, the processing of that water is going to be, you know, that's that's the next technological Easier thing we have to really... Water. See, the thing is, we have a lot of technology that could be doing things, that could be changed, that could be making life better for all humans. But we don't work we like send that. humans to the moon in like a few yeah, years. Yeah, but we, we don't work like that. We're, we're, it's not about all the humans benefiting. Like this, this energy for all. That's very, you know, it seems like all these inventions, all these uh, discoveries, they all have this, the, the potential for good. But then we're dealing with humans. And we're, and we're using like aircraft technology that's like 50 years old. And there's a reason for that, too, because economics play a role in, you know, it's like, why do we have diesel, but why did we ever have diesel buses when we had a great railway system in New York? So, so how about this one? Okay. Now, you, you, you I, I, I want to step into a little into this territory to get the female perspective on a few things here. Yes. Um, you heard that the word of the year, you heard what the word of the year is? I, Mr. I Guest, did you hear what the no, word of the year is? No, I only know about the color. What's the color There's of the year? There's a color of the year? Yeah, this is something else. What's the what's the, the color of the year? I don't want to spoil the surprise. Okay. Well, when, if when you spoil you the surprise, then no one will find out. Yeah, what are you going to reveal maybe, it? Then? Maybe towards the, by, the end Towards the end of the show. All right. Okay. So stay tuned, and the mystery guest will reveal the color of the year. Yes, the word the of nominees. The, year, the, the nominees. The nominees. Well. The you word of the year. You, you heard about what the word of the year is? I, I don't think so. Okay. The word of the year is gaslighting. Oh, okay. Okay, gaslighting and and it's an oldie but a goodie. It's the word of the year. It's gaining. It, gaslighting is the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage. It's classic. One hundred percent. I right. agree. Okay. Now that's gaslighting. Now you tell me, mystery guest. Okay. Mm. Gaslighting is now taking. Okay. Yeah, that's word of the year. How about this one? Which is, by the way, born from a film title. Yes, it is. Well, it is, it is, it is. But here's how about this one, okay? From the flame. Okay, this is this is a story that was making the rounds for a while, and you can look this up. This has been covered a number of times. It periodically makes the rounds, and there's all studies. But tiny penises were the sign of intelligence and self-control in ancient Greek times, and could come back into fashion. Expert revealed that members of the saucy civilization preferred small willy over a large one, predicting that the, uh, the and, well, I, I don't want to go into all that. Yes, the small willy. Well, this is, you know, it's a certain, this is the publication from the UK. So uh, I just went with them because they, they, they have a fun That's take on it. They said a, a human with very large genitalia, especially male genitalia, is considered to be grotesque and laughable. So, this is why those Greek statues where the men are depicted naked always have Tiny small pieces. genitalia. There it is. Now, is that gaslighting, uh, Mr. Gester? <laughs> Did all the was this I like a, a something by all the, the part about the fire light? There it is. 
Okay. That's the Greeks for you. That's the Greeks for you. How about this story? This is a story from today. Viagra lowers risk of Alzheimer's disease Stop. by 69%. Now, <laughs> that is such ripe material for a comedian, I feel. I, okay. I, I remember <laughs> how it works. The blood yeah, flow exactly. from the brain goes somewhere else. It, well, there it is. I was just going to say, it's like, <laughs> well, that old adage about like. men think with the... Uh, so there it is. It's It's proven in this drug here, so... Does it work only for men or for women, too? Uh, all right, I'll see you guys. Else? I think there is a female version, isn't there? Uh, well, they don't talk about it. It says here, things are looking up for Alzheimer's researchers who presented, I love this, hard data in a recent issue of Nature that the usage of Viagra, a drug that is commonly used to treat erectile dysfunction, is significantly associated with a 69% risk, reduced risk of Alzheimer's disease. The researchers also found that uh, this is some generic name of Viagra, can increase neuron growth and decrease a protein called tau in brain cells, which is associated with Alzheimer's disease. However, more research is needed to determine if uh, sildenafil, I think it's how it is, sildenafil can actually be used to treat Alzheimer's disease. So, there it is. But every... Every outlet covered this. Have you seen the commercial with the product? It's right for them. That's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to treat Alzheimer's, and it's and it comes from jellyfish. Have you seen this? Uh... No, but I, I know that there are a number of products out there going after that potential market. Huh. So, uh, but no, I haven't. Did you bring that story? Uh, well, no, it's an actual commercial for a product that you can buy, like in a drugstore. It's it's supposed to be made out of jellyfish, and it's if you see the if you watch any news channel, you will see the commercial at least once every like fifteen minutes. Prevagen, that's what it's called. Oh, Prevagen. Well, I've heard of it, but no, I've never right, really. Right. I've heard of it. Is that what it's supposed to be made of jellyfish? But yes. That's been around for a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. We we'll talk about time bombs, right? Okay, here's another one. So we have like, what, 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 like three so far? What do we... Oh, please. I'm just just getting going. So, um, how about this one? This was one of my favorite stories of the year. Scientists revive a 48,500-year-old zombie virus Stop. buried in ice. Scientists have long warned that the thermic of the permafrost due to atmospheric warming will worsen climate change by freeing previously trapped greenhouse gases like methane. But the thawing of the permafrost can also pose a new threat to humans, according to researchers who revived nearly two dozen viruses, including one frozen under a lake from more than 48,500 years ago. European researchers examined the ancient samples collected from the permafrost in Siberia region of Russia. Of course. They revived and characterized 13 new pathogens, what they termed zombie viruses, and found that they remained infectious despite spending many millennia trapped in the frozen ground. Okay, so is this like when you get frostbite, or is it like freezer burn? This is, you know, next level. Can I can I say one thing? Please. I am one hundred percent convinced 
that at some point in human history, I don't know if I'll live long enough to see it, zombies will become this a thing. Is, of course they will. will. Exist. They will listen. Like We're going to see it happen. Like, there'll yeah, be there'll be some disease that just makes everybody stupid. As a matter of fact, it's it might already be happening. <laughs> it's like they discover Americans are stupefied. All right, so here we are. Maybe they're just stunned. Maybe we're stunned. Well, you are tuned to listener sponsored radio, WBAI ninety nine point five FM in New York. And on the web at WBAI.org. And the name of the show is Night Shift. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm here with the man we call Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Or M. And the mystery guest who has returned. What were you going to say? Oh, I'm just whispering my initials. M-G. M-G. M and M-G. M-G. Son.
I just want to finish off this article here um, on the, the zombie virus. It says, a team of researchers from Russia, Germany, and France said the biological risk of reanimating the viruses they studied was totally negligible due to the strains they targeted, mainly those capable of infecting amoeba microbes. The potential revival of a virus that could infect animals or humans is much more problematic, they said, warning that their work can be extrapolated to show the danger is real. It is thus likely that ancient permafrost will release these unknown viruses upon thawing, they wrote in their article posted to the preprint repository, BioRxiv, that hasn't yet been peer-reviewed. How long these viruses could remain infectious once exposed to outdoor conditions and how likely they will be to encounter and infect a suitable host in the interval is yet impossible to estimate. So, wow. Yes, tell me that life is not like science fiction. Tell me this, these are not the various time bombs that are just, you know, I mean, is it me? Are we going to be like, are we going is anyone going to survive? Is it going to I, be? you know, I got to say like the more you read, I mean, I read a lot of this science and just it's it's interesting. So, Mr. Guess, any thoughts there on the zombie virus and, and the, 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 the water that is going to release the ice shelf and raise the ocean by a couple of feet and then all the potential viruses that will be released as the ice thaws as well and then so one part of the world you're going to have water world another part you're going to have Mad no, Max no, no. it'll be then... two two feet or this planet wide planet wide two when i say two feet that's planet wide so wa that's water world yeah well that's two feet water world so we should be planning for this just like venice did venice just had to put like six billion dollars into re you know keeping it afloat well not just keeping it afloat but planning for the next thing like we didn't do for sandy you know because when new york gets hit next it'll be like oh we should have prepared because Sandy. but they didn't so i think all coastal cities going forward i mean we we did see what happened with katrina and then you know it's not like things are getting and then better the, in the it, south. What happened recently in Florida, and the next and, year is just going to be uh, another one. It's just, this is the future. So we have to be prepared. We have to, or I, I say we have to. I, I, I feel like we should. Uh, what were you going to say, Mr. Guess? You started saying something. Oh, I was just wondering, like, uh, for, for uh, well, with contingency planning. Who goes where? Well, that, that, you see, I, I, I would go even further to say, okay, what about the contingency planning? Where is the contingency How planning? How much percentage of random? Well, the thing that's wild to me is the fact that, you, like, you have these people in Florida, they're just living there, and all of a sudden a hurricane comes, and they get hit, and suddenly they move back, and they, the houses are gone. And how do you, like, move back, like, after that, since next year, there's just going to be another one. Well, here, here's the other thing. What starts happening now? Okay, let, let's, let's, you know, and like any good science fiction author would tell you, well, you know what, how, how this uh, culture is set up. What are insurance companies going to do now? If you want to live in one of those areas, what, what, what kind of insurance are you going to have to get? 
Now, what are they going to charge you? They might run away, and then they might knock on your door. And the Florida state actually had to buy several insurance companies because they went out of business. So the the actual state... Exactly. So, so this, this, it's not sustainable. Current model is not sustainable for where the future's headed. That's, that's my, that is my position. So, um, there it is. The realities will change. Well, you know, the reality has already changed. The accepting of the reality is the part. The risk, the acknowledgement of the risk. Acknowledgement and all these countries risk, are exactly. ramping up space missions. Well, yeah, I think that's all great. Like we're gonna we're gonna have that's moon missions in that's, like three years. That's all great. But and what about the down here on Earth? There's things we need to do on Earth. So that's you know sort of. You know, should we should we take some calls? Should we see if people have anything to say about any of the wide variety of life is like science fiction? I'm sure someone has something to say. Interplanetary callers. Ah, well, what's the phone number, Michael Jersey? The number is two one two two zero nine two eight seven seven. Do any robots want to call in, chat with us? We are real. Okay, here's that story I was talking about. It says here, and this is from today. Okay, or maybe is it today? Like, what's today? No, this is from like three days ago. Americans are moving into danger zones. This is from Wired magazine. It's by Matt Simon. Danger zones like Matt Simon nature or war zone? Okay, I'm gonna read it to you because the photo's got a burning house where the wild meets civilization and the natural world fades into the built environment lies a zone called the wild urban interface. Think the foothills of California or the lush forests of the eastern United States where trees, grass, and shrubs intermingle with homes, road, and other infrastructure. From a fire safety safety perspective, this is a problem. Wildfires in the western U.S. have become increasingly devastating because of climate change but also because more humans are moving deeper and deeper into areas that were once intact forests. The overlap between civilization and wildland exposes more people to fires and provides more opportunities to spark them. From flicking cigarettes out of car windows and installing power lines that jostle in the wind. In fact, Americans are flocking to fire, say the authors of a new study that publishes, and this was today, so this is published on Friday, in the journal Frontiers in Human Dynamics. Using census data, the researchers found that people are moving en masse to areas increasingly prone to catastrophic wildfire fires or plagued by extreme heat. They're attracted maybe to the beautiful forested mountain landscape and lower housing costs somewhere in the wildland urban interface, but they're just totally unaware that wildfire is something they should even think about. That's not something that the realtor is going to tell them about. By the way, tell me that's not a great band name, Wild Urban Interface. Yeah, I I agree. That is great. Wild Urban Interface. Live. Okay. Uh, So... And, and they have a whole map where they show where everybody's moving. Uh, and it's, it's you know, again, w- w- what we're doing as opposed to moving 
away from these potential areas. So there are going to be more and more disasters and more and more people in these disaster areas because we haven't quite so grasped. Is this a psychology thing? Like they're well, attracted to the danger? Like what? It's not that they're attracted to the danger, but in my opinion, they're, they're not really acknowledging like the danger, like this writer says. You know, so, uh, you know, so again, uh, when and if New York gets hit again with another storm, let's see what the, the aftermath will be. What will they be saying about what could have been versus what will be? And and that's just in New York. I mean, in other parts of the country like I'm talking about here. So, Mr. Guest, any thoughts there on uh, the flocking to the fire areas here, the, the migration? Uh, maybe for people who want to grow things in the earth. Yeah. That's part of what it is, but unfortunately, because of climate change, it's it's not safe anymore. Hmm. So, sounds like a lot of other coastal areas. Well, it's interesting. It says here, as temperatures increase, this is, this is but the people in the middle of the country have like tornadoes. Well, and, uh, exactly. It says as temperatures increase, as things get drier and hotter, the prices for housing get more unaffordable, and it's going to push people into these rural areas. That's some already people, happening in Georgia, by the way. Some people don't have a choice. They said back in 2018, deadly campfire, a, a deadly campfire. That campfire, remember that deadly campfire back in 2018? Yes. That costs. California, sixteen point five billion in losses. So, what about those people that were just casually filming it on their phones, driving by these like oh, flames on both is, sides? That was the kind of world we made. So, there, you know, that's just, you know, I don't even know what to say. So, uh, Mister Guess, any thoughts there? And. You want to give out the phone number again? I think I missed some calls. People were calling. Do you want me to give out the I, number? You can give out the number. 212-209-2877. What's that? What's the number? You want me to give it again? Yeah. 212-209-2877. Okay, 2877. Have you heard of aerogel, by the way? I feel like I've heard that term. Okay. Or it's a sign. It's like some aerogel. I'll give it to you. I'll get to that story in a little bit here. But I do have uh, another story that I found also somewhat interesting. Um, first of all, you they're, they're calling it now, you know, they're calling it the triple-demic. The triple-demic? Is the that what triple-demic. Wow. That, is, that is the current. And this is from NPR. It says authorities are urging indoor masking in major cities. Oh, yeah, I heard this. As the triple-demic rages. The masking I know about, but the, the the fact that they we come up with these names, these sort of you know these, these media like the triple demic, it's so megademic. Uh, um, yes, the the triple threat has been called the triple demic by some health experts, you know, and it's even causing a cold medicine shortage. I I can't even see how that could possibly be happening. I feel like that's, or is that all of a sudden now cold medicine will be super expensive, just like alcohol. By the way, I've been trying to find, for the last like three days, I've been trying to find those Pepto tablets. I can't find them anywhere. 
what Pepto pill? Like, like, the, like instead of drinking it, yeah, the the the, the pills. I can't find. I've been trying to you're for like three days. I've been trying to buy. You talking about Pepto Bismol pills? Is yes, that, correct. And you can't get. Them. I can't find them anywhere. Kids like going to Dwayne Reed, my neighborhood. I can't find it. Interesting. There's a run on Pepto Bismol. Uh, apparently. I did not know this. Thank you for. Did you write that down, Mr. Kennedy? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. I, I have other notes shortage. going. No, I, I forgot that part. You're listening to Night Shift. Do you know her this voice? WBAI 99.5 FM. Listener-sponsored radio. Where life is like science fiction. Science, 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 science. You should do that with the voice simultaneously. With herself, with herself. Yes, I would like to see that, or I'd like to hear that. I should say, um, I do have a couple other stories for you, but I, I want to know if there are any stories that stood out to you, Mike from Jersey, that for this year. Well, that, that... The space missions uh, is, is sort of mind blowing. Like I heard about three different today. I heard about three different space mission space missions that I didn't even know about. Like this, like Saudi Arabian. Space program and all it's like it's mind blowing. It's like we're trying to get off the planet as quickly as possible. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I would take the slow boat if these musicians were on on there. It's like part of the scene. It's like we're gonna be on the moon in like three years. Like, like take your time. Like I'll get there. Exactly. Take the slow boat to the moon. You know what I've been doing while I've been uh, sitting here admiring the studio atmosphere? What, what have What's you that? been doing? I've been trying to come up with lyrics to like a radio safe song. Oh. Featuring uh, words that rhyme with the seven most ah. famous words on radio stations all over in radio stations all over. It's part of the decor, usually, you know. The seven... But you have one, I think. ...most popular wall words. Okay, what, what are they? You mean the... The lyrics. The lyrics? Do, you have any, do you have any lyrics? <laughs> have any come to you yet? Uh, yes. Yes, uh, little bit but i'm kind of working on okay you're uh, internally writing it yeah i'm internally writing it and then like i'm getting a little beat to go with it too okay. uh, because some of some of these words really sound to me they sound like a drum like a snare right like a tom snare you're gonna break it down break yeah. it down say I, I do want to read this to you because I feel uh, this this is something that um, no matter what goes on and like during the pandemic it, you, you heard about it and and on small scale and on, on big scale where people are scamming 
Oh yeah, yeah. Scamming, no matter what, 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 no matter what's going on, it could be a, a, a worldwide health crisis, and there are people scamming. Okay, and you know, I'm I'm still fascinated by scams and scammers. You know, uh, like we're talking about like small scale individual. Oh, I'm talking about. I'm gonna read a letter to you. I got this. This came to me. A letter. An email. This is an email. This this is just, you know. Direct from the I, vortex. I, I couldn't make this up. Okay. Are you, you okay? Oh and so I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Transom. I'm going to read it. Yes, it is. Verbatim. 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 And, and, and it, it's, it's, I, I gotta say, it's just, it's so like, wow, you know, what, what, what I, I picture, okay, is the person who wrote this, <laughs> okay, from whatever language, whatever country they're from, they wrote this with, with, you know, with every intent of, of, of getting, of getting over, okay, you ready? Wow, okay. Okay, here we go. And this is long. This is a long ass letter. I don't even know if I'm going to the seven most famous words. Okay. No, please. Here we go. Dear Mike Sargent, (laughs) thanks to your earlier response to my, I'm sorry, thanks for your urgent response to my earlier email. Of course, there is no earlier response to any earlier email, but obvious. I've got emails like this. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, but this is a good one. This is good. It is my humble prayer that the information as contained herein is accorded the necessary attention, comma, urgency, comma, as well as the confidentiality it deserves and required to. That's T-O-O. I trust that this transaction will bring us together for more intimate business and family relationship. I... <laughs> First of all, this letter sounds like it was written by an algorithm. This sounds like Google Translate is... Listen, listen. Is, is, I am coming trans- to Translate my, my longest draft email. I haven't email got to the best part into okay, a, a foreign language. I... I'm Fred Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. It says here. Um, Embody the character, please. This is serious. Somebody, okay. somebody pushed send here. Kwame. Yeah, somebody Who pre- was it? Somebody pushed send on is this. Is it an okay. AI All right. training? No, it says here. It says here. What was this? It says, I am Fred Kwame, Esquire. <laughs> A lawyer by profession, married with children. Now, let me get straight to the project proper. Okay, I gotta gotta turn this down. (laughs) Okay, late Mr. Matthew Sargent was my client until his death and had a balance with all the accumulated interest, which amounts to U.S. $13,964,000. You're a millionaire. Yes. (laughs) Let me finish. Left in his account until now. Of course. Even after his death, 
Unfortunately, Mr. Sargent died as a result of cancer of the pancreas several years ago. He is from your country, and I am contacting you believing that he was your relative. Wow. In a nutshell, I contacted you that so you can, yes, yes, that so you can stand as the next of kin to my deceased client so that the fund which he left in the bank here in our country will be released and transferred of the fund, um, this is verbatim, into your nominated bank account in your country for our mutual benefit and future investment in your country. Do not entertain any fear. Okay, I have to, I have to go. Right, like wait, wait, what? the fear of what a sentence of, of the, what the response will be. Yeah, is, yeah. Like, like I got to change the music. For this. Wow. Okay, yeah. Hold on. You got to repeat. Okay, this. All right, How many yeah. integers are there it, after exactly. the decimal? All right, now here, here, here's where it gets good. It says, what was the last sentence? Are you rounding up? Do or not down? entertain any fear. Wow. While I can assure you that this transaction is totally. 100% risk-free, both now and after the claim, once you follow my simple directives. This <laughs> wow. is what it says. This is only like the third paragraph. Okay. Also, the claim will be carried out under a legitimate arrangement without any breach of the law, both here and in your country. I will back you up with all the relevant information and or documents while I will equally do all the necessary underground works. The underground works. In I'm our sorry, country. Like, like, whose job application letter is this? As required for a successful and hitch-free claim. Hence, all information relating to the deceased will be given to you, which you shall use for the claim of the fund. You must understand that in banks, semicolon, chances or opportunities like this are common but not heard. People put their funds in banks and most of these accounts are either coded or confidentially operated. So he just goes on and on and on. Now, at a certain point, you know, this is like seven paragraphs in. Right. To explain myself properly. <laughs> I am in, just in a, a nutshell. I'm just, oh, no, he actually says in a nutshell later on. Stop. Uh, he does. He does. He in says a huge he, nutshell. He does. He says, he's, yeah, he said in a nutshell, I can, I contacted you so that you stand as next to kin. But no, he says, let me to explain myself properly. I am just an ordinary lawyer and I, and I am not rich. If I have this opportunity and throw it to the wolves, then I must be the most foolish man that ever lived. Therefore, the arrangement will be perfected by me for a smooth execution of the claim, provided you will follow my instructions. Like trying to sell put, you some lamb. <laughs> provided you will follow my instructions and put in your maximum support to actualize this claim. Sport. Sport or support? After the successful transfer of the fund to your account, at the end of the claim, I shall visit your country for the sharing of the fund. 60-40, which is 60 for you and 40 for me. After all relevant oh, taxes course. are paid. Oh, wow. That's that's fantastic. And, Can and I see it, it in a 12-page contract? Here's his closing statement. All I need 
is the assurance that you will not betray this trust or double-cross me once the fund is in your custody. You also have to promise me you will keep this transaction secret and abide by the principles outlined above the end. As soon as you reply to this mail without full assurance and with full assurance to work with me, I and adhere to my simple instructions. I'll simply be obliged to direct you to the next step as it concerns so, uh, to you, the claim. Are you here to unbreak my heart? Thanks, and have a wonderful day while I wait for your quick response. Regards, Fred Kwame. Frisk. Like, yeah, so... If this was a movie, I feel like the twist like, would be that it's, like, that it's true. <laughs> exactly. This is so, like... So what what about the person who sat there writing this in whatever language they wrote? I feel they like they were it. under duress and just Google trying to translate. enter the commas exactly. And but whatever were the original languages, they're like the, they hit all these points and, and, yes. and like I will invest in your country. I will visit you and get my forty yes, percent. To cipher you will this not message, betray me. Simply find all the typos, <laughs> enter them according to chronological exactly. face value. <laughs> Multiply by ten thousand USD. It sounds like it was not just. It, it sounds like it was written in a different century. <laughs> exactly, different and state of mind. Sense. So, even there it is. So you will forthwith hand me the money. I, I guess everybody's. You, you've gotten these kind of emails. I one hundred percent got them. I, I cannot remember the dialogue in it because exactly. I probably skimmed it. But well, yeah, I, I usually just click and discard up. them. But I, I just started to look at it. Yes, the amount, and I cannot. I need to start like scrutinizing these. The difference in cash. Exactly, they, they can be audio books. You know, like you tell the whole story. I come from a small village. next I was tortured as a child. Now. I have an opportunity. I have access to $60 million if you exactly, want to sign it. Exactly. I'm not rich. I will share it with you. Where do I sign? And he gives, and he gives you the biggest you percentage. You will follow my simple instructions. <laughs> I will tell you when. I will tell you where. You will, will not you betray how. me. Exactly. <laughs> you will not betray me. So yeah, it's just so it seems so ridiculous. It's yes, like I must you know, break my heart if like who who you know I I, I, I would I, cut you. I did a show on on scams and and I had Charles Choi on and yes and and he pointed out he says well you know you're not obviously not the target audience for these scams like there's that one to three percent of people who go oh you know and I, I'll be honest I did know a woman who. Who got pulled into a scam and it was greed she flew to africa the whole thing and it was a scam but i don't know how they completely hooked her in but and she was an intelligent woman but she was you know a bit of what you might call well i don't want to say gold digger but you know wow and it, it, it was it, you know because i knew this person it was like, huh, you actually fell for that. And they did. They found themselves in a hotel in Africa waiting for something that never happened. Wow. And oh, having lost 
tragic. Yeah, it was, well... Award-winning film. It was, you know... Starring... <laughs> exactly, Halle Berry. So, no, yeah, it was definitely... And, uh, what about the fact that Netflix has literally, like, it, it, like at least four a month shows about real-life scams? Uh, you know, that that's the thing about scams, you know. I, I would like to do something um, on, on scams with somebody who's, like... A, you know, a scam artist expert. You know, I, 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 when Catch Me If You Can came out, uh, I got a chance to talk with Frank Abagnale. Abagnale, really? Abagnale, yes. Cause he the was character there. that... Yeah, he, he was there for the junket. He was there, and he talked, and he, and he talked about all these different scams. He was fat. He was much more fascinating than Leonardo DiCaprio or any of the other people that we were talking to. And doesn't he work for the feds now? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But he was, he was fascinating. So... You are still tuned to listen to Sponsored Radio, WBAI 99.5 FM. And this is the kind of music that lets you know that you're listening to Night Shift. Night Shift. Should we try the phone number one more time? Two, sorry. I think what happens is like people call. So it's the 212-209-2877. That's 212-209-2877. The boards are lighting up. The board was lighting up, by the way, when the show started. science fiction part of, of things are okay I, I, as I'm looking through the news of the day did you know that Congress has just five days to avert a government shutdown yes I absolutely knew that why, why does it always keep coming to this like I literally said this morning this God, it's I a said, holiday now we why celebrate does, it for five days why is it exactly. every why does this have to be left to the it's last just, minute it seems always. like this keeps going on it's, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous and then but, you eat yeah how we an evolved culture? That's my question. What, what, what happened to the, the promise of the Matrix? Christmas turkey and shutdowns. What happened to the promise of the Matrix? So, well, aren't we living in the Matrix? And none of this matters, right? So, let me ask you this now. Uh, and and I don't, I don't even really get into politics, so I, like, so we could just. Go down the rabbit hole if we start talking about politics, but right, of course. It, there, there, there's a surreality to, to I think where we are right now, just in terms of the, not just the division, but the things that are in the media. You know, you know, 
the outrage over vibrators being sold in Walmart. You know, all the kinds of ridiculous things that are just like, this is what we're... And and, you know, and without getting into all of it, yeah. the, you know, the world's richest man buys I know. a uh, chat program for fun. Well, Spends yeah, $45 well, billion dollars yeah, on the it. The best part was him talking about... Sponsor. <laughs> all right. Hello, hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Are they there? I don't know. Hello, you're in the air. Hello? You're in the air. Okay. I don't know. You should be there. Was there like a freak in the beginning? I thought I heard uh, feedback. I don't know what that is. Wow. Uh, okay. Hello. I don't know what that was. Hello, you're in the air. Hello. Okay. All right. Well, let's try it again. And you can call again, 212-209-2877. It was like can, a transmission from another you planet. Can, you can join us. Join us. Join us. Do not betray me. <laughs> exactly. Do not betray me. All right. So I want to know for you. Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Uh, it's the end of 2022, which is hard to believe. It seems like the year zipped by. Yeah, uh, and, 100%. And, you know, just everything we've talked about is sort of the background right now. Like, okay, this is the background. This is that was the kind of world we made. So this is where we are. So what, what stands out to you as, as, you know, the most, what, what do you feel is the most significant uh, event 2022 or either worldwide or or in your life oh my god um i feel like it's impossible to say without getting into any of it i will say that for whatever reason my life itself felt more eventful while all the craziness was going on maybe maybe it's like as a reaction so personally and just the world in general things have been kind of wild and, and and then the second part of that question is having come now from I, I would say it's it's sort of there is the pre pandemic. Right. And and because no, no matter how you want to look at it, there there are things that came out of the pandemic. There's a perspective you have to have on life, on the world, on on just how filthy we are, you know, just in general uh, about life. I just want to say my one yes. outstanding memory of that whole thing was yeah. me taking my bike out and standing in the middle the middle of Times Square. No one was out. No cars were there. It was like that Tom Cruise film. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I was literally yeah. standing there like, wow, there's no one here. That's definitely that's definitely surreal because you expected to see like Will Smith and a, and a dog <laughs> maybe walking, uh, and and but I, I'm just wondering for you coming out of that now going back to quote unquote normal and our new normal is just as abnormal it's even more abnormal now than before. Uh, do you have any different perspective going into the new year? Well, I, I mean, you know, this, when you do a certain kind of job where you're working remotely using Zoom and things like that are not unexpected. But now that that's sort of the norm in terms of a work environment, it's kind of wild. Like, there are people that don't want to go to a workplace. They just want to work at home in their pajamas. And 
What do you mean there are people? You don't want to go to the workplace. You no, of course to go not. To an of course not. There are pe- there are people who don't want to go. What you, so so what are, what are you trying to say? What are you saying? Are you saying the rest I, of the world is caught up to your perspective on Yeah, working? yeah, that, I'm going to say a little bit right. in this in this. So you feel like you were you were ahead of the curve in terms of the oh, remote absolutely. work thing. Oh, yeah. And now it's, you know, people are people Well, are, I think the computer in general has allowed most jobs Involve time in front of a computer. Five years from now, we'll have holograms, and you'll just be. You know, we we have them now. So, uh, Mr. Guess, what about you? Uh, If I ask the same question in terms of the uh, coming out of the the pandemic, and and just any perspective you have gained on just life, and or or you know, what would you say is the biggest change for you, if anything? Oh, that's a good question. I, I appreciate it. Uh, hard to draw out of a hat, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, what I've what I've learned is that life is is really like science fiction. Yeah, I think a lot of people learn that. I like the expression you use, "drawn out of a hat." Yes. Well, it is a big question. It, it may be a question I should ask at the beginning, and then by the end of the show, you have an answer. But, but I guess you know there there are a number of things. You know, for me, it's sort of uh, the 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 biggest one of the things that stood stood out to me is just every the rest of the world kind of catching up to the idea that life is like science fiction. Just hearing everybody around me talk about how surreal the world seems. And and it seemed like that to me for a long time. So like now, yeah, I remember the of the the early days of the show, and you know it's the early '90s, and you you know the, the subject matter of things that you were talking about at the time. Uh, you know, it sounded probably to, to to an outside person that it's like the things of the X Files. There's alien autopsies and monuments on Mars, and now it's. Now it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. now it's all real. Richard Hoagland, yes, we did. <laughs> Richard have, C. Hoagland, the money Richard Hoagland, yes, we, we had on a lot of uh, and the guy who had the um, uh, he had the, what did he call them the 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 little light there were these. Uh, he thought they were interdimensional. Interdimensional. Oh, insects. interdimensional. Yes. Interdimensional insects. Yes, that was. Yeah, he was capturing them. That he was capturing. We had a lot of the night shift know, psychic straight up. You know, weirdos here on that shift. We have quite a quite Sounds a lot. Sounds like um, lovely moments on the air. Here on the night shift.
yes. Oh, wow, you actually you got through. wondered why no one else has called? Mm, well, other people have called. We just haven't been able to get them. So, I have my own theory. Talk to me. But I want to encourage you yeah. to continue taking calls because that's the salt of this program. Whatever else you think of it, okay, it's actually the dialogue with the audience, which is the base of community radio, which I'm told this is what still is. So please continue to take calls. I think people have been so disoriented and dispirited by the replays of former shows that don't, people don't even believe it's on the air at this time, which is the other great thing about community radio. It's now. It's what's happening in the community. So please, live programs with live calls. And since you only have a few more minutes, I mean, I, I will be happy to engage in conversation if you want, but um, I'm also happy to leave the forum to other members of the audience if there is any left. Hmm. And when you say if there's any left, you feel like everybody stopped listening? Is that what you're saying? I think, you know, I have most of the time. There is only uh, very few programs that I listen to on the station anymore. And again, you know, Michio Kaku being one of them. I tuned in at noon last Saturday and um, they had a replay. Not even a very good program. It was a full program interview with somebody that I heard a few weeks ago. You know, this is not just poor management. It's pure laziness because Michio posts a new program every week. Not with you anymore, but there are sites. I'm sure he wouldn't object to you sending the up-to-date program. I follow him. I don't want to hear things that I've heard before unless they're really good. What's happening to the station? Well, I, 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 I don't know if you, you're looking for me to... I, I don't know if you're looking you know, for me to... I have to. a feeling that it's been running to the ground. Okay. And you're just one of the symptoms. Oh, but wow. It's sad. It's very sad. Okay, so you call basically to say your displeasure with the station no, in, in general? No, quite the contrary. Okay. I am calling to encourage you. You missed the first part of my call, was to encourage you to please continue to do live shows with live calls from listeners. Did it sink in this time? Uh, it's not that I didn't hear you. But it doesn't okay. sound like that's not but the chose, only reason you like called. Like you chose also to focus on gaslighting, which was chosen by Merriam Webster, and not even mentioning Goblin Mode, which was chosen by the Oxford Dictionary. No, I, I didn't mention that one because I was mm -hmm. talking about gaslighting because I had some other there stories that were going with that. But I mean. But that's not the word of the year. That's word of the year, according to Merriam Webster. Okay, but. Oxford has got a much larger okay. audience. And if you want to talk about word of the year, perhaps you should mention that. And Google had yet another one. You know, your audience are usually well informed. You should respect them. Well, I mean, I feel like that's your perspective. So do you listen to this show often or you used to listen or you don't listen anymore or, or why are you still listening if you find that I think it sounds like he wants you to do new shows 
It does sound like he wants me to do new shows, but... Last week I tuned in, I, I heard that it was a rerun, yeah. and I tuned out. Okay. So stop announcing that the rerun I, I guess I should stop announcing yeah, that just the don't. I just won't say anything. Well, and, and what's your name, sir? I've spoken to you a number of times. I'm the mystery caller. Okay. And that's what I go by when I call your show. Okay. Always, for 20-something years. Well, just so you know, you're not the only... Same name. That's what you may think. I've never heard anybody else saying that they were the Mr. Connor. But maybe next time there will be copycats. The same first name. Well, if you were the first, then definitely people copied you. But you do recall speaking to a Mr. Connor or Mr. Connors in your narration before. Ah, I do, and I do remember your voice from the past. So, yes, I do. So, well, now, did you call... This, this was a good show. Okay. I say no begrudgingly. Okay. And, um, you know, I was listening to another station, because, as you know, there are other good stations in the airwaves on New York City. And, and then I said, well, let me see if they're giving us the runaround again, or re-runaround, I should say. And when I heard, you know, there were some evidence that this was contemporary when he started talking of the end of the year 2022 i said oh we might be in luck maybe something happened Rarely. and i'm glad you know i i stayed very easily i didn't have to make a big effort because it was engaging well i i appreciate that Mike, can I make a suggestion? I think you should just add like a little clip of you mentioning the date and then slap that on an old <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll fool it. Identifying remarks, you know, people are more likely to keep on the station. Again, this is my appraisal, of course, you know. But I don't think I'm that unique. You may or may not be, but uh, exactly. you're the original. I mean, talking of listenership, that is, we're all unique human beings. Wonderful. This is true. Well, I, I'm glad you called, and uh, yeah, I'm, me too. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Yes, and you know, to make another second note, uh, I had called before when you picked up and there was no one there. Yeah. I um, I don't know if all the lines were me. I only called on one line, but it was peculiar that after I hung up. 30 seconds later, you pick up and there is nobody there on every line. And this time, I had to wait two minutes. I'm not kidding. Two minutes for the the phone to ring on my end. There was complete silence. So there is definitely something going on with the phone. Interesting. Well, that's that's good to know. That's something's yeah, up with the phone system. Like, you know. Maybe people call and then they get nothing. Maybe. Well, uh, I definitely appreciate you calling, and uh, you are right. We are winding down. We're almost at the end of the show. Mike from Jersey. Well, yes, thank sir. you. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling, and thank you for uh, staying. Thank you for checking in to see if it was live. <laughs> and we were live. We were live. Right. So. It's a good thing. All right. So, sorry. Before you go, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Did, did coming out of the pandemic, do you have any different perspective 
And if so, are you carrying it into 2023? Well, in spite of the milk toastiness of the question, it's a I will toasty question. Yes. To state that we are all traumatized, not just individually, but as a society. And we're carrying that luggage, whether we like it or not, whether we are aware of it or not. In the near and possibly much farther future. I like that. I, I, I concur. All right. So, uh, until next week, Mike from Jersey, and, and yes, thank sir. you, Mr. Caller. I'm going to let you, uh, let you fade into the background here with the music. Uh, Miss Mike from Jersey, uh, did you enjoy the show? I did. I thought it was a very good show. It's a lot of cataclysm, but... Mr. Uh... Guest? Yes. Did you enjoy the show? Yes. Very much indeed. Is this Barry? No. I like that you don't know what it is. My okay, first, my last, my... So, uh, Night Shift is here every week from 10 p.m. till midnight. And we try to be live. And if you've enjoyed this show, please... Consider making a pledge. And the pledge line is always open. 212-209-2950. If you can make a $30 pledge in the name of Night Shift for 30 years of this, that is best when it's live. That's what the mystery guest says. I mean, the and you have to do, you got to do more live shows, Mike. Or just live shows, yes. old shows with new dates. Yes, maybe I can figure out how to... It's May 29th, and we're talking about... <laughs> exactly. So, Mr. Guest, you enjoyed the show? You enjoyed the music? You enjoyed the combo? Uh, yes, I did. I did. I felt somewhat navigable in my way around it and through it, and I'm, you know, part of it. Wow. I, I hope my participation was not uh, lacking. No, it was good. I think less is more. It is luck, one. It is. I think she's saying you're the navigator, Mike. I am the navigator. And you can you can find us, by the way, on social media. You can night shift on Facebook, N-I-T-E-S-H-I-F-T. And we still have our website, which is uh, lifeislikesciencefiction.com. So... Until next time. Only it is as if it's sleeping. Of course, it'll wake up someday. And when old Desta's gene is activated, everybody's gonna die. Who knows how long we had it, so probably since we first walked upright. All that time, our little gene just stayed quiet like it did with the dinosaurs. We lose more. Please believe me. Please believe me.
Greetings. This is Linda Perry, Program Director here at this wonderful radio station that you're tuned to, WBAI in New York. Join me and WBAI's station manager, Bertolt Reimers, Tuesday night from 10 to midnight. We'll take your calls and we'll talk about what's going on here at WBAI. That's Tuesday from 10 to 12 on December 13th. Please join us. This is WBAI New York 99.1.